with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it on, turn it up, you're my radio. Here's Paul and Woody for Maccas. The Chicken Clubhouse is back. Now in the Maccas Gourmet Creations range. Available after 10.30am. Tickets to the movies inside 40. Plus, if you want to see Pink on our world-famous rooftop every single day, we're giving this away. This is massive. We're filling a plane and we're sending you to LA. This has just got Carrie Bigmore written all over it, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, she's really taken the reins on this one. Okay. I mean, we set it up and then she's just run with it. Let's be honest. She was loose in the gold square and we gave her a dirty great big hand pass. You will be flying with Carrie Pickmore. Unbelievable. You're just going to be a hit VIP at hit.com.au. Do you reckon there'd be an opportunity of, you know, when Carrie leaves her seat to go and freshen up, mm. you could have a look through her hand luggage or her handbag? No, I don't just think... Just to see, because she'd have all the latest of course she gadgets would. and She products. gets sent everything. Well, of course. Wouldn't that be You know great? what I get sent? What? Bills. Yeah. You know what I get sent? What? Mad. Okay. That's one of my mum's specials. That, oh. that was along with, what do you want for Christmas, mum? Peace and quiet. Grab Pink's latest single, What About Us, from the new album, Beautiful Trauma, out October 13. Will Hodgman. He has got the council. He's pulled their pants down. He's put them over his knee. And he's given it a big whack. Oh, okay. So I, did, I did, for a moment there, I didn't know why the pants were coming down. But it was for a smack on the old council box. Oh, he's not happy. No. And Will Hodgman normally doesn't intervene in things like this, but he has. And am I correct in thinking there's bipartisan support? There really is. When it comes to the state government corridors. Because even Big Will's given a high five to Beck White on this one. I know. We're going to cover off on it next. Paul and Woody. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Past six on Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. Will Hodgman, he's not happy. He's not. He doesn't normally give many verbal smackdowns. No, nor does he interfere in tiers of government below his. But he has. Oh. We just said it before. He's pulled down the pants of the council yep. and he's given it a whack. Smack on the bot bot. Like my dad used to do with Winnie the Whale. What was Winnie and, the Whale? Well... Why are you looking at me like I'm weird for? Because I... It's a wooden whale. Right. The handle is its tail. And that's what and my dad... And would you cop one over the keister? Mm. By the whale. Free yeah. willy time. What? Shouldn't have said that. No. He's grabbed Marty Zuko, pulled his trousers down. Okay. Maybe it was a wrong He's turn grabbed uh, former Laird, Lord Mayor, Damon Thomas. He's been pantsed. And then I don't know what's going on with Lord Mayor Sue Hickey. We won't even get into that. He has pretty much claimed that the Hobart City Council ruined Christmas. Yes, it did. How is it possible that this council continues to get Christmas so wrong? But he's not the only one no. as well. Labor's supporting this too. Well, Madeline Ogilvie's loaded up the... What? Accusatory weapon. They're both having turns. They're both taking turns. It's a pity. This is Will Hodgman. Mm. It's a pity I grew up like most going to Carol's by Candlelight, and I think we have lost our way a bit as a community. Now, this is in reference to Carol's by Candlelight being moved in Hobart from an outdoor event that anyone can show up to to inside a cathedral where you can only squeeze 650 people in, and then you're going to charge them to come. Yeah, because the council aren't going to fund it at all. They're going to put zero dollars into it. So he says it costs too much to put on the carols. Well, then how have we managed to do it for decades well, and decades? And where is this figure of $100,000 coming from? I don't understand that. We said it yesterday. She spent 30000 on a stupid Christmas tree. Yeah. That everyone Look, if, in the world if was If Sue wants at. to go out and buy another three of those, then just tell us, Sue, okay. and we'll talk you down. The Hobart City Council needs to get its act together. This is Will Hodgman again. Yeah. And provide good events like this. I think... They bind communities and bring us together. Yeah. Then we've got Madeline Ogilvie, who's from the other side, Labor Party. She says it beggars belief that the council's solution to people missing out on the event is to make it smaller. Well, that's what they did. So Sue Hickey and the council have said it was such a fiasco last year. That's because you moved it and then you had a ticketing system yes. and so many people moved out. So now you're going to make it smaller? Alderman Hickey has said that there were hiccups last year. 
Yes. Did Jimmy Giggle get the hiccups? Okay. A lot of other councils don't run carols, or they might give a small donation of ten to $20,000 to a local group. She said only the Hobart ratepayers have been paying for it, the carols. She also said if this model works well, they'll probably stick with it. Well, it's not working well. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't work well last year. Now you're making it even smaller. But, it is, but the thing <laughs> is that it's a model that will be really easy to assess that it's worked well because you've only got to get 650 people to show up. But also, we've already had a model at St David's yeah, Park. Yeah, but that, that's an old model. Which showed us that it was working well for no, decades. That's Al McPherson. Okay. She wants Marina Kerr. She wants a brand new model. Okay. If they get 60, 50, 650 bums on seats, they're going to say, oh, it was a success. It was, it was a success. Well, we won't be talking about the 9,350 people that missed out. Oh, nearly 100% of people yeah. on our poll, we did a live poll yesterday yes. up at Hit Hobart, yeah. were upset. Yeah. Very passionate about it. And we had so many calls as well on 13, 12, 16. How about Ellie? I think it's the most stupid decision they could ever make. I'm just driving to work and I've just driven past Cornelian Bay. I've driven past Rugby Park. Like, <laughs> I know you're probably not going to get the tens of thousands, but it, you'd at least get more than what you will in a church. And no one wants to sit in a church pews for carols. They want to sit on a blanket. They want to have a picnic with their family. Yes. They want to spend time. And, and I have a very active, to- active toddler and <laughs> he is not going to sit in a church pew. Yeah. So. There you go. And there, there is <laughs> a sense of formality about being yes, in a church as well. Paul's just worried about going to a church. He's going to get struck down. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of churches have pictures of my face at the door. You know, don't allow this guy in. But, oh. True story. If, can... if money's the issue and 10,000 people were going two years ago, we'll charge them 10 bucks a head. Exactly. There's your $100,000. You can add to it on 13, 12, 16 or up at Hit Hobart. Paul and Woody, Hit 100.9. It's Paul and Woody podcast. 12 o'clock with a couple of showers. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. We've got tickets to the movies in 20. And we're going to have to cover off again on Prince Frederick. There's more developing with that story. Is there he... CCTV footage now? Yes. Of, of the him moment. being denied entry <laughs> to some poxy Brisbane venue. They should be desperate for someone like Prince Frederick to turn up and oh. get a few happy snaps. Yeah, but, but how much publicity has this pub now got? Yeah. Free publicity. Yeah. I I think the television network should be blurring out the name of the pub just to teach them a lesson. Because now they're going to have this hipster reputation of we're the ones that knocked back the prince. Have you ever been to a hipster? Yes, I have. Yeah, okay. What what are you getting angry at me Because I was served a meat platter on a clipboard. Okay. On a clipboard, Woody. Oh, right. (laughs) And it wasn't even a plastic clipboard. It was a wooden clipboard. So I don't know how many people had eaten on that clipboard already. And I don't know if there are hygiene standards when it comes to crockery purchased at Officeworks. I'm sorry I asked. No, it's a sensitive issue and I shouldn't have gone after you like that. But because I didn't know. It cuts me to the quick. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Kesha, 26 past six. On Hobart's hit, 100.9, Paul and Woody, top of 12, with some scattered showers later on. In trending now next, we've got to talk about and cover off on Prince Frederick. Now there's CCTV footage. Oh, and now they're letting people from Brisbane make statements on the news. Come on, guys. Why can't... I mean, pretend to film those statements. Oh, yeah, we're filming. We'll go through the red light. Oh, it's on. Don't worry. Some of these people. But what do you have against... I've said it before, Queenslanders are notoriously good-looking but very stupid. It's the You're very judgmental no, of people. It's Who the do truth. you like? You don't like people from Adelaide. You don't like people from Queensland. Mm. You think Melbourne's a bunch of mankers. Yeah. So who do, who do you? Oh, I've met some nice people on Flinders Island. Oh, okay. I mean, it's halfway to the mainland, isn't it? Okay, come on, next. Weekdays from eight. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Trending now at hit.com.au. Prince Frederick now circulating on the socials is CCTV footage of him being rejected from the Brisbane bar. So we heard about this yesterday. Yes. That they wouldn't let him in. Why wouldn't they let him in? ID. He didn't have ID. Right. But it's, it's, they're doing this. They're really. 
I understand pushing, that. Yeah, and security. it's safety. And you go to different states in Australia and they scan your ID when you walk into the bar. But it's Prince Frederick. Come on. Yeah, but he had an entourage who were carrying weapons, so... Uh. All right. Anyway, he came back with some muscle, seven armed police officers. Did they have uniforms on or were they plain yeah. clothes? All right, okay. As, and the owner of the bar has spoken about it. Right. They're dealing with plain clothes guys with guns and someone they don't recognise. They could have been terrorists. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't have... Well, then they should have called the police. Like, <laughs> yeah. honestly, if you're looking at a bunch of people and some of them have guns... And regardless of whether or not you know who Prince Frederick is, wouldn't you immediately call in the army? Oh, no, he, they admitted that they knew who it was, but he didn't have oh, the my God. So, I mean, You're some ha- could suspect that they were acting irresponsible if they've spotted guns and they don't know who was wielding the guns. You're just upset because they're a hipster bar. And yeah. you're still upset about your meat platter, I found out. Served on a wooden... Clipboard. Trending. <laughs> They're searching right now for a prison escapee, Sean Davidson. Oh, uh, it's underway. Think, what? Right now, they think he's still in Indonesia, on the border of Indonesia and East Timor. Well, they find him. They could capture him by the end of the day. Ah, uh, it's jungle. They're never going to find him in there. How? How? How is he still on the uh. loose? And he's been on Facebook taunting police. He's been writing raps about it. Yeah. And they can't locate him. There were even suggestions that maybe he could do a deal with 60 Minutes in America for $10 million and then sail out into international waters, <laughs> conduct the interview and then run off again. Yeah, yeah. The great, the great thing about that is, Sean, you don't think maybe someone would follow you back to Indonesian waters? Like, we're just going to sail out to Indonesian waters, do the interview. Oh, okay, everyone, disperse. <laughs> Trending. Uh, what about this couple on Southwest Airlines in the States who joined the Mile High Club, but oh. by the sounds of it, they didn't bother going into the lavatory. Instead, they just did it in their seats. Oh, come on. This couple were all over each other. A spokesman for the international airport where the flight landed has said that they couldn't control themselves. I think the most amazing part of this story is that the flight they were on landed at 8am. They were up and about early, <laughs> weren't they? Trending. You know when you go down to the airport here in Hobart and you catch a flight before 8, everyone looks oh, dishevelled and oh, we all had to get up an hour earlier than usual. These two were at it early. For the latest trending now and Scoopler, it's up at Hit Hobart. Up next, tickets to the movies, 22 to 7, Paul and Woody. Podcast. Spin that wheel. Second games on the wheel. Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We are playing for. This is going to be epic. Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds, the Hitman's bodyguard. Huge. In cinemas at the end of this month. Yes. Um, now I think I may have led you up the garden path yesterday. What with? Well, I suggested that. The record was still current in that Samuel L. Jackson's movies have grossed more than any other actors collectively. That was an old statistic in that Harrison Ford has taken that mantle back. But what's Harrison Ford done recently? Well, the fact that he was in that Star Wars movie about two years ago and that continues to generate money and then in turn... They must include things like digital sales of the original Star Wars movies. So he's taken over from Samuel L. Jackson. Apparently, it's back sort of there. We're talking roughly $4.7 billion. He did well for just being... A carpenter. Yeah. Because he was just on the set. He was one of those stories that you love to hear that's plucked from obscurity. Yeah. Um, there, There are theories that that story is somewhat embellished. Nah. Okay. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Oh, you, I love that story. Why would you go and well, ruin it? Well, I'm just trying to be really factually accurate because... Oh, boring. The statistics that... Okay. Just scream fake news at me. <laughs> That's what I might do because I don't like anything you bring. <laughs> Uh, okay. Heaps of games on the wheel. The game that we spin up is the one that we play. We're playing for those movies tickets. The name of the game is Where Are You From? This is Woody's game. 
Don't you do that. You talk. You've got a microphone. It's a privilege. Where are you from? 13, 12, 16. Give us a call right now. Have a 30-second chat with Woody, and she thinks she'll be able to determine where you live simply by that conversation. The name of the game is Spin That Wheel. We know that. I just don't want this Paul game. Paul and Woody hit 100.9. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Hits Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. We just spun the wheel. Second game's on there and up we spun. Where are you from? Good morning, Beck. Hi, guys. How you doing? Oh, we're good. We're good, Beck. Woody is going to have a chat mm. with you for about 30 seconds. And if she can determine where you live, then you don't mm-hmm. win a prize. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you really didn't think that sentence no. through, did you? If she can't guess where <laughs> you live, you do win tickets to the movies. Are, are we oh. in play school? Like you're, well, I'm doing you're my best here because you're... You've got a little <laughs> protest happening over oh, there. I just don't like this game because you make me sound racist. The hitman's bodyguard is what we're playing for. Are you ready to go back? Sure. Just sure. and I. Okay, I'll just take a step back and I won't say a word. What are you watching on Netflix at the moment? Oh, it was Game of Thrones a couple of nights ago. Favourite food? Pasta. Pets? Dogs. How many? Two. Names? Dixie in summer. Children? You're getting bogged down nice. in the... Car? Bogs. Yes. Yep. Favourite Maccas? Oh. Sandy Bay. Uh, I, think, I think you got too bogged down in the dogs. I have a strategy. Okay. Do you even remember what the dogs' names were? Yes. What were they? We don't have time. I've got to move on. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, I believe... See, I thought I would have sworn you are an Eastern Shore girl. I could tell by the sound of your voice, but well, the Sandy Bay... Well, she could be, and the Sandy Bay could be the, to throw you. No, I don't... Oh, she could take her dogs to the Mayfair Vet Clinic in Sandy Bay. No, I'm going to go with my initial gut, which I, I think she works in and around Sandy Bay. Okay. But I think that you live back in Howrah. Completely opposite direction, Woody. Oh, wow. Well. Mm. I'm down in Hewan. Ah. And um, I've just looked at the clock, Beck, and we do have a little bit of time, so would you just want to rattle off the name I of those dogs? What you are ah. hearing is Flip, Pink is about to take our Hits Paul and Woody podcast. 8 past 7 on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. Thank you so much for all your calls. Yeah. Hobart has been performing CPR on animals. Yes. Um, animals that are not well. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Like... Yeah. Not just do I have walking to... into a pet store and going mouth to mouth with a guinea pig. Do I have to disclose that? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, this was inspired by the lizard, which is doing the rounds in on the socials at the moment. Yeah. Had millions of views, and it's a woman with her index finger just poking at the lizard. And and so she's blowing on the lizard, and she's also pushing her finger underneath the lizard. Yeah, on its well. little heart, and saves what a great it. Job. And we're still getting more calls, and you can keep them coming through on 13, 12, 16. But it started with Brad. Uh, CPR. Yeah? Goldfish. I'll get out. No, I, uh, my boy had three quite large goldfish. Two had passed away. There was one left. Uh, got home one day to see him floating on the top of the tank. Oh, my God. Uh, I previously had worked as a healthcare technician and had a box of oxygen, a bottle of oxygen. Mm. I put a cannula up him and put him in a fresh bowl of water. He was not moving. 20 minutes later, he was swimming around everywhere. Oh, my God. You you brought him back? I brought him back from death. This is Melisandre, the Red Witch, Game of Thrones, bringing back Jon Snow sort of stuff. You can't say that. That's a spoiler alert. It happened two seasons ago. spoiler alert. Two seasons ago. Come on. And the goldfish is happy now? Uh, he's since passed. He got eaten oh. by another goldfish. Okay. Maybe I could have uh. left it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like when mm. Disney movies finish and everything's really happy, yeah, they very rarely sort of revisit the story six <laughs> months later. I'm sorry. Mm. But, but... Yeah. I mean, a... we don't find out that Simba got mange. Okay. Righto. <laughs> but he, he had a happy... 
time until... Until he was eaten by another fish. Well, there's always a bigger fish. Okay. Jackie, have you performed CPR on an animal? Yes, on a tree, on a lamb and a dog. So let's start with the lamb. What happened with the lamb? Well, the lamb was caught under other sheep. Yeah, so the lamb was caught under a yeah. shed, did you say? Under other sheep oh. and was smothering. And when I pulled it out, it looked like it was dead. So I had to perform CPR on it and got it going again. So is there a class you go to to learn about how to do CPR mm. on animals? or You get your woolly badge or something? No, just a spur of a moment thing. Had, had you so, had any knowledge of CPR on sheep or did you just go by instinct? Just went by instinct, yeah. And so the lamb came too? Yes, it did, yes. And right. everything was fine? Everything was... Yeah, yes. All right, now let's and move on to the second animal. Yeah. <laughs> the dog. The sheep dog was tied on the back of a ute. Oh. And wasn't the chain wasn't short. And it went to jump off the side of the ute and was just hanging on the side oh of the ute. Oh, that's very graphic. By the time we realised what had happened, um, it had been there for a while. So we stopped and unhooked it and performed CPR on it and got it going again. And everything was all right? Yes. <laughs> I'm so glad. Yeah, your neighbours must be a little bit puzzled every time they look over the fence and see you mouth-to-mouth mouth with another animal. I, I bet they've got an inside cat. <laughs> <laughs> Paul and Woody on Hobart 2, 100.9. Kids, Paul and Woody podcast. Shape of you. 16 past 7 on Hobart's hit, 100.9. Paul and Woody, we've got the Falls Festival lineup. It is unbelievable. Some of these artists that are coming to Hobart, it's mind-blowing. Flume. Yeah. Angus and Julia Stone. Liam Gallagher. Liam Gallagher yeah. is coming to Hobart. It's, that is going to be epic. Liam Gallagher is going to be playing out past Sorrel. I mean, this. Will, where will he stay? Oh, okay. I mean, there's so will many questions. Will he stay in town or will he stay down in Sorrel? Will he pitch a tent? I don't think he will. Like everyone else at the Falls Festival. Do you think he's a pent, pent pitcher? A tent pitcher? <laughs> He'd love pitching a tent, I reckon. He'd be a real festival sort of bloke. I mean, admittedly, a middle-aged bloke hanging around a music festival, but nonetheless. Okay, what's wrong with that? What have you got against... You're the one that said that he wouldn't pitch a tent. I don't think he would. I think think he's he's more of a sapphire kind of guy. Do you think they'll... No, he'd trash Sapphire. So he could probably afford it. Okay. I'm just so now all I can imagine is a fifty year old man trying to pitch a tent. And it would be a struggle, come to think of it. Okay. Up next, we'll reveal the full lineup. Hey, it's Paul and Woody podcast. 24 past 7, Hobart's hit 100.9, Paul and Woody. You feeling me? 12 the top with a couple of showers. Let's do something. Falls Festival. Yeah. This... Actually, a little music factoid. Do you know that one was written for Michael Jackson? No. Then he died and Justin Timberlake ended up with it. Just music facts. That's... Just dropping them in seamlessly. Great. Falls Festival. Uh, it's only a couple of months to go when you think about it. Yeah. I mean, where's the year gone? Oh, I mean, I heard an old person say to another old person in the supermarket yesterday, oh, it's already almost September. Okay, fine. Well. Yeah, okay. That's good chat, but guys, when you get to your age, you shouldn't be doing this off-checkout. So it takes too long. Oh, that's... Now, Falls Festival, the lineup, Marion Bay, we're talking flume. <sighs> Angus and Julia Stone. Yep. Liam Gallagher. From Oasis. He is coming to Hobart. Liam Gallagher. I mean, is that not massive? Yes. Can you imagine walking down the Cat and Fiddle and, I don't know, you go past Donut King and there's Liam Gallagher hooking into half a dozen cinnamon just there in the middle of our city. So exciting. It is, but we've been getting a lot of big stars and celebs lately. Well, that's true. The Lannisters from Game of Thrones. Well, that's right, yeah. The old Kingslayer, Jamie Lannister himself, really started the ball rolling on this. And then we had our Ed Sheeran experience and our Nicole Kidman. Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Dev Patel. Mm -hmm. Did I mention Ed Sheeran? Yes. Okay, so now we've got Liam Gallagher, someone else that will be coming back to Hobart for the second time in two years is, yes, an Oz music legend, but one that you would not usually associate with a uh, cool music festival like the Falls Festival. He's doing a 45-minute set. I really only know him for one song, and that is your old mate, Daryl Braithwaite. Oh, don't. Daryl Braithwaite. Any excuse for you to bring this up? Well, you famously... 
found yourself on stage with Daryl Braithwaite last year. He really kicked you off stage, well, didn't so, he? We were at the Ronald McDonald Ball. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm just wondering at the Falls Festival if he'll do the gear that he did at the Ronald McDonald Ball that night and use a bit of audience participation. Yes, Paul. Hurry up and get um, over with. He is famous for the song Horses. He, If there's a horse race in this country, rest assured, Daryl Braithwaite will show up with a little collapsible stage, okay. an acoustic guitar, a microphone, and he'll sing it. You don't even have to pay him anymore. Okay. In fact, I went past a shopping centre the other day and there was a kid that had just put a dollar into one of those little horsey rides. Daryl Braithwaite showed up. That's the way it's going to be. So Daryl Braithwaite took to stage yes. here in Hobart at Rest Point last time he was in town and he did the audience participation thing where he wants to pull someone up and get them on for a bit of a sing-song with him. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to sing because otherwise it gets really... If you feel confident, if you feel like it's the X Factor or the voice or something like that, it's just better when it is, girls, because it's that... So he set the tone. So you decided to stick your hand up. Oh, I was egged on by the, the girlfriend's oh, husband. Mr. Baseweight, Mr. Baseweight, Daryl. And you got up and uh, we'll, we'll hear you introduce yourself, Daryl. Oh, then please don't. And then Daryl and the band sort of turn on you. Can we? I'm going to play this in its entirety and I've bleeped the swearing. And here we go. We've got someone confident. Oh, no, I can't listen. How are you? You just have to tell me your name first. Esther, Woody. Sorry? <laughs> Esther slash Woody, I'm in hit 100 points. Oh, okay. What about a big hand for Woody? Now you've got to hold on to the, the microphone. Can I just say I'm a really singer, but I love this song. Well, this well, is no, we need, be great. We need. It's, otherwise, it's going to go completely wrong. It's, yeah, sorry. It's a disappointment when you get up and then you tell me that you can't no, sing. She can get off. Oh, that's it. Yeah, no, sorry. I, I couldn't even listen to that. I had to take my headphones off. So, if you want to catch Liam Gallagher, Flume, Daryl Braithwaite, Woody... <laughs> Get your Falls Festival tickets ASAP because they will sell out fast. Weekdays from 8am. What hits Paul and Woody podcast? Trending now at hit.com.au. She's a good marketer, isn't she, Taylor Swift, and her team, her PR team? So first she wipes all of her socials. So she knows it's going to get press. Huge. Right around the world. Yes. Every single person wondering... Why has she deleted every single thing off all her socials? Yeah, what's going on? And now she's just sporadically posting, like, reptiles' bodies? She's done another video. There's no sound. Okay. Like, a snake moving. It's just, it's really bizarre. So, well, she's either lost the plot <laughs> or there's something that's going to be released shortly. Oh, it's got to be a new single. Yeah. Surely there's got to be a new single. Something about snakes. Oh, I hope it's not another call out to Katy Perry. Or an ex. Or an ex. Who's the ex? Harry Styles. The big one. Snake. Oh. Trending. The Python. Stranger Things is getting a third season before season two has even hit our screens. Which is big because, you know, Netflix said this week that they've been too generous with some of the seasons and they're just going to start axing stuff. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So it's going to have to be a good... Because the one Naomi Watts is in just got axed. See, and that's interesting because Netflix has already said that by about 2020, they want 90% of what is on Netflix to be Netflix original content. But I think they're still going to pump it out. I just don't think that they'll let them go on for as many seasons. More selective. Yes. Well, we're even hearing that a fourth season's probably going to get the green light as well. So we have not even watched season two. No. But we could get up any anywhere up to four seasons. Trending. All right, so Apple have made these carpool karaoke episodes. And no longer is James Corden in all of them. I guess it's a little bit like um, the lip sync battle that originated on Jimmy Fallon, but now he's not even on the show. Well, I just watched, uh, it's a clip, it hasn't been released yet, but it was a couple of minutes of the Game of Thrones girls doing the carpool by themselves. So Arya and Sansa are in the car and James Corden isn't on the back seat or anything? No. Well... Have a listen to Ariana Grande and Seth MacFarlane, the brains behind American Dad and Family Guy, singing a song from Little Shop of Horrors. With sweet understanding, Seymour 
was your friend. Driving whilst he's singing that. Trending. That is unbelievable. If you want to check the video of it out, you can do it. And all the scoopla at hit.com.au. 21 to 8. CJ Cullen is our favourite. Robots hit 100.9. It's another one. He is due for another one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you could take. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. We're going to pitch some phone topics at you, Hobart. 13, 12, 16 if one interests you. You can end the segment at any time by calling that number. I want to know something weird you've won. I had a conversation with my mother last night. Admittedly, she was phoning from Bali, and I think she was about five in. Oh, gosh. Um, And she reminded me that when I was five years old, I won something. And I said, I can't remember ever winning anything. I've never won anything in my life. And she said that I came home and I'd won a raffle, and I won a six-foot-tall clown. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Where is the clown? Mum doesn't know. Did she sell it? Oh, she might be in Bali with it. She did name the clown Katut. Okay. <laughs> no, it was like this six-foot stuffed clown, and I think I had to guess the number of jelly beans. Wow. And I brought the clown home when I was five. Only thing I've ever won in my life. What's weird that you have won on 13, 12, 16? 13, 12, 16, click frenzy. Happened last night. What? It was travel bargains. Oh. Yeah. Remember last time, it, too many people went on and it just oh, yeah. shut down. I wonder if you got on and if you got a bargain. Everyone was talking about it. And I was going to go on and I forgot about it. But I've heard that some of the sales were epic last night. So what did you score? What did you score? Did you get on to Click Frenzy? Well, can I continue yeah. the online theme and ask, have you ever had an item delivered that you bought online and you have no recollection of buying it whatsoever. A T-shirt arrived for me yesterday. I have absolutely no recollection whatsoever. So much so, <coughs> apologies, when the girlfriend got home, I thanked her for the purchase and she said it's got nothing to do with me. So either someone's trying to dress me or I've got a secret admirer. I've got no recollection of that purchase. 13, 12, 16. I don't like to get sucked into weight loss things, but there's an ad in the paper today, and it's a little coupon. I can get $75 off. Um, what are you laughing at? No, that's good. Hypnosis to lose weight. Oh. Uh, so before I do this, and, and buy, because I've, you know, I've got a lot of equipment that I've bought that just hasn't well, really worked for me. Well, most of it's under your bed and it was purchased on one of those bizarre digital channels that do 24-7 infomercials. I want to know if you've done hypnosis... Did it work and what did you do it for? A lot of people do it for smoking. Yeah. 13, 12, 16. I'm desperate to know. I can remember when I was a kid, my uncle doing one of those... Oh, music's run out. You know, he went to a casino and they hypnotised him and he did the chicken dance and the YMCA. So does that really... Is that really uh, what happens? He claims that... Although, mind you, now that I'm thinking of it as an adult, he was a heavy drinker. (laughs) No calls yeah. today. <laughs> and he, he did do the chicken dance most nights. It's Paul and Woody hit 100.9. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. I was just talking about hypnosis. Paul thinks I've lost it. Well, you found but a little voucher yeah. in the paper. Yeah, I have. And it gives me $75 off a hypnosis session yeah. to lose weight. Okay. Well, so, and, and I probably should have said this when you first brought this up. You don't need to lose weight. It's a two-hour... What? I was just reading the thing. Well, I don't want to... I just said you don't need to lose weight, okay? So... Jeez, that was hard for you to say. Mm. No, but you know, I've got... I've I got mean, that. you could tone if you wanted to tone up a bit. What? Well, I was trying to support you. But now you're saying I need to be toned. No, no, not at all. I didn't say that. You did say that. You just said that. He I just said, said that, didn't he? Sorry, what yep. was that, girls? No, Mason even just told me that you just said that. <sighs> 
Um, hypnosis anyway, doesn't so work. Can I start again? So yeah. Paul told me I need to lose weight. No, so I didn't. I've been looking at ways I can lose weight forever. And this says lose weight forever. See, I have a cheese problem and I'm addicted to cheese. Mm. If you were really you serious to... about. I mean, how much do you want to lose? Well, I have to tone up, apparently. Mm. I mean, a quick fix is we could just lop a leg off. <laughs> I just oh, wanted no. to know. We'll get letters about that. I just wanted to know. Does it work? Does hypnosis. Do you, are you going to finish all my sentences? Sorry. I, be, I get nervous around bigger people. Sorry. I get, I get nervous when I'm on the radio. Do you need to have a think about what you just said? Yeah, yeah, I do. I reckon I do. We'd gone so well this week without a complaint. I know. I know. Maybe we'll get. If we can uh, get another voice on the show. Can we, we take a call? Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to know if you've undergone hypnosis and does it work? That's what I was trying that's to say. That's what we're trying to say. To get that. Why are you f- still finishing my sentences? <laughs> I'm panicking. I'm panicking over here. Uh, Lucy, have you undergone hypnosis? Uh, not me, but my mum did it to try and quit smoking a couple of years ago. Did it work? It worked for a short time, but she's a police officer, so she's under a lot of stress, and I think that sort of buggered it up for her. But... It worked that well that when she walked out of the office, she went to get her car keys out of her handbag, saw a packet of smokes, and turned to my dad and said, whose cigarettes are these? <gasps> whose cigarettes? So, so like, she didn't even remember being a smoker at all? No, she was like, what the hell? What are they doing in my handbag? I bet your dad was thanking his lucky stars that she remembered who he was. Yeah, no, he was just like, they're not mine. And she's like, well, whose are they then? So it could have gone... Yeah. Your mum and dad busted up because your mother accused him of cheating with a woman that smoked. Yeah, well, <laughs> this house smells like smoke. <laughs> What's there in it? Well, there's an ashtray in our bedroom. <laughs> what you are? Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Score away from eight. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. If you would like to play Sure of Origin with $100 cash guaranteed, thanks to Cash Converters, give us a call right now on 13 12 16. Your mob got a win yesterday. Yeah. The east side finally on the board, so we need a replacement for your eastern team. Love to hear from you on the east side of the bridge. Uh, We've been talking about hypnosis and if it works. I've ripped out my token from the paper today, which gives me $75 off off hypnosis. Yes. So you can use it for anything, but for this one in particular, it says lose weight forever. Okay, and you want to lose... Well, I've just got an addiction to... Yeah, you just want to lose a 15, 20 kgs and... What do you want to lose? Well, I've got an addiction to cheese at the moment, so I'm trying to use it like, you know, some people would use it for smoking. I'm trying to use it... Oh, right, so... Do you think I need... No, no, not at all. No, 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 not at all. No, it's amazing. Sometimes you don't even need to lose weight. You just need to tone up a little. Wow. Do we want to compare bellies at the moment? Dad bod? I'm proud of my dad bod. Did you see the photos of George Clooney? Uh, it's George Clooney. Yeah. Okay. You're not. We look very similar from the back. Okay. In the dark. Hi, Andy. Yeah, it did actually, but it didn't work for my partner. Okay, now what did you use it for? Uh, smoking. Quit smoking. Okay, and so you're both smokers? Yeah. So how long did you... What happened? So you walk back out. Do you remember the session at all? Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, a bit of it. Is it's the guy wearing about. black and he's got a little beard and he waves <laughs> the fob watch the clock, on the chain? Yeah. Clock. Yeah, waves the clock in front of you. Yeah. She clacked like a chicken. I clacked like a chicken? Yeah, yeah great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens when you go to get a cigarette? Yeah. How does it stop you? Um, I just, I just think... I don't want it. It just feels like it's the most disgusting thing ever. So is that what the hypnotist is doing, like teaching you to think that smokes are yucky? Yeah, that you don't need it, that it actually, you don't, you don't need it to control you, that it's been controlling you all your life. You don't want it anymore. And, you know, is it that whole thing of you're getting sleepy, you're getting sleepy, look into my <laughs> eyes, look into my eyes, don't look around the eyes, is it all that? No, no, it's just like a relaxation thing and then... You think it's not working? Look, I actually walked out thinking, what a load of garbage. I'm about to pick up a smoke. And I went to, I thought, oh, I actually don't really need that now. And then that, and that lasted for a month. Now, why didn't it work on your husband? Um, no idea. 
I think it's. A, I don't know. Because he I went think, straight yeah, to the pub. Four hours. Oh, within four hours, he was back on the smokes. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the same person, so go figure. It's just potluck, I think. Wow. Okay. Were you were uh, quite accepting of the idea going in whilst your husband wasn't? I think so, yeah. I, I definitely was ready. Because uh, they tried to hypnotise me once at one of those hypnotism nights and and I couldn't go under. And the bloke said the reason why I couldn't go under was because I was too cynical and I didn't believe it could happen. It's <laughs> very perceptive. Gee, surprise. Surprise. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Paul and Woody for Maccas. The Chicken Clubhouse is back. Now in the Maccas Gourmet Creations range. Available after 10.30am. Oh, we have got a stack of double passes to give away right now. Yes, it's to Cirque Africa. It's on a rest point, 2nd of September. Tickets are available from ticketet.com.au, but we've got your freebies. Right now, and we're going to do it this way. You Party tricks. What's your party trick? If we were to put you on stage, yes. which we won't. Or on a bar. <laughs> yeah. What can you do? Look, I, I think my kookaburra is pretty good. So you do a kookaburra, but I mean, I've, well, I'd use the term partied with you loosely because you're a Cadbury mm. drinker and that's all right. Always drink responsibility. Yeah. But I've never heard you do the kookaburra. <clears throat> You threw your head right back there yeah. like a cooker. Got to open your throat. Oh, boy. You, you choking? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got right into it. I was there. I was like uh, Bran Stark. Okay. You know, when he I pops know. into the bird, which would make no sense <laughs> if you don't watch Game of Thrones. You got a fight! <laughs> for your right! <laughs> I have a friend who she can actually turn her face to look like a duck. She, oh, right. Yeah, so she makes her face look like a duck and then she quacks. Quack, quack, oh, brilliant. That's her, and it's amazing. I mean, I'm not doing it justice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's amazing. Every but time I'd she does say, it. I'd go and see her, the duck faced girl. Yep. You gotta fight for your right to party. Okay, what about my mate James, who can get um, an item that is similar to a balloon? And put it up one nostril and make it come out the other. See, how do you even learn to do that? Uh, like, are you just sitting at home one night with a balloon? And you're like, I wonder what yeah. holes I can stick this in. Oh, I'm going to stick it up my nose well, and pull it out the other side. Is there a YouTube video for that? Yeah. Well, like, I think the key message was it wasn't a balloon. Oh. You gotta fight for your right. <laughs> 13, 12, 16, what's your party trick? Yes, let us know. Double passes to give away. To Cirque Africa, on at rest point, Saturday the 2nd of September. Tickets available from ticketech.com.au. Paul oh, and Woody. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Top with a couple of showers. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. Uh, you can grab us anytime on 13, 12, 16 or up at hit Hobart. What's going on, Lee? Um, look, so uh, yesterday I was talking to my boss and uh, we're looking to start a theme park in Tasmania. Great idea. What's the theme? Now, now basically it's going to be like an adventure park and we thought maybe having near Zoodoo. Yeah. Now, this is just, a, it, is a, it was a joke at the time, but now it's turned to a serious thing. There's a Facebook group now I've started. I wanted to get you guys to maybe sometime if you had to do this, but run a poll. To see if it's actually something people want. Great. Oh, well, we'll do that this morning. We'll Love put it. it up right now. Yeah, Lee. Yeah. How serious yeah. are you with this? Like, what kind of uh, theme park is it? Basically, it's, it's going to be an adventure park. We wanted to do it near Zudu. We'd have like a monorail through Zudu, have it like linked together if we could, oh, if the God. guy would be happy with that. Yeah. Have it like a whole thing out there with, um, yeah, so sort of a, at a water park as well, being it'd be offshoot. So we're kind of, we're quite serious, but we're just sort of looking to see if it's going to be something people want. Well, we want to do a bit of market research. So you want to know if there's enough of a a pool there, you're you're legitimately going to push for this theme park? I'll push for it and I'll get, I've got people that I've got a fair few people that probably back it. And so yeah, so it's about $5 million I need, but I'll get that. It's right. I can, yeah. 
I can scan it together. But yeah, so that's sort of what we're sort of yeah legitimately going to do it if it's going to be if people want it. Okay. Well, we'll open up our joint bank account, Paul. Well, the show has a joint bank account, yes, and we'll right. fund some yeah yeah great money. Yeah, how yeah. much can we afford? Well, I mean, we could give you some cash in the form of an IOU. <laughs> Um, Great. But, Lee, maybe from a marketing point of view, we can help you. Yeah, that's just something that I want to... Yeah, because, look, it, it was, it, honestly, it was a joke, yeah. but now it's turned into a serious thing. Yeah. Well, sometimes so, jokes do turn serious. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, like when, um, you know, someone's m- messing around with a stick and they get poked in the eye or something. What? Is that, is that what wrong with you today? Um, I think I'll, I might get Woody to do the marketing. Just, okay. Because I don't know how that will go, Paul. <laughs> Yeah, that's fine. That's all right. I think, yeah, I think that's yeah, it. Look, you can go go down that path, and then we can reassess no. in a couple of days <laughs> and if you need. Yeah, that's you know. right. That's right. Yeah, but no, honestly, yeah. So if you guys want to like run a poll, come yeah, on a thing we'll to say, you know, today. is it something yeah. that we, yeah, awesome sounds. Woody loves a poll. She's all over it, mate. All right, awesome, mate. Okay, good thanks, Lee. All right, cheers, mate. Kai, we'll put it up. You're going to set it up, yeah. Uh, do you do anything? I'm flat chat over here. What are you actually doing? Hit oh, Hobart, by the way, or thirteen twelve sixteen if you want a theme park. All right, I'll do it. I'll stop what I'm doing and I'll jump on Facebook and I'll put the poll up right now. With a smile in your voice, please. Sorry. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Weekdays from 8am, 100.9, Hit Hobart's Paul and Woody, draw the battle line straight down the Derwent. Hit's Paul and Woody podcast. Trending now at hit.com.au. You'll see this on your socials today. CCTV footage capturing the moment Prince Frederick was refused entry to a Brisbane bar. This is, it's just getting ridiculous. Oh, just, uh, he, everybody knows who he is. He's up there for a big sailing event. Yeah, I know. Life of a prince, eh? Hey? So he rocks up to the bar with his posse and he's rejected. Because he didn't have ID on him. Yeah, but how's this? You just go and come come back 15 minutes later with seven armed Queensland police officers. Well, there you go. Well, they were quick to know who he was. <laughs> the guy that owns the Brisbane bar has spoken out about it. They're dealing with plainclothes guys with guns and someone they don't recognise. They could have been terrorists. I, I don't okay. think... All right. all right. And I know it's very dangerous to talk about terrorism in this day and age. But I don't think the guy on the door checking IDs is going to stop a bunch of terrorists with guns if that is the intention of going into the bar. You're just angry because you think it's a hipster bar. Well, I think it is. And I think that they've made a big deal out of it and they made a stupid mistake. And now they're getting a lot of publicity for their establishment because they've become known as the bar that denied access to (laughs) Prince Frederick. And I'd like to say to Prince Frederick or any of his Danish mates, that you're more than welcome in Hobart and you can walk into any bar. I don't know that you can just... You and can you just... don't need an ID. But I don't know that you can just I speak think I for... Can, I think I can say on behalf of any of the bars, like Cargo, Jack Green... Republic. I think, yeah, why not? Just walk in welcome if you're Prince stranger. Frederick. Yeah. Yeah, the welcome stranger. Yeah. All right. Trending. I imagine that's where he'd go first. Now, I have uh, put up the poll. Well, okay. Now I've I know to you... get it up. So what we're doing? Can we doing... just be mature, please? Well, I'm, I'm not allowed to say anything on this show. I'm on the billboard at the moment. Is it still up at the showgrounds. We're running a poll because Lee called us, and he's got a conglomerate of investors ready to build a theme park in Hobart. In Hobart. In Hobart. Yep. Sorry, I don't have another swig. There goes half the face off the billboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See if you can get through the next minute. Okay. Him and a conglomerate. Why am I trying to say conglomerate? Well, I just say of all the words, a group. He's got a group of a people. A group of investors ready to build a theme park in Hobart. Do you want it, Hobart? Exactly. That's Easy good. as that. The Facebook Easy page. Easy as that. Was really? <laughs> oh, there goes an ear. <laughs> I'm down to half a face and an arm. Oh, yeah. I can tell you... That yes, more than ninety-two percent of people want it, and we're getting an overwhelming amount of supportive comments. Yes, it'd be great for the kids. Uh, yes, it will be a great idea. Need something as kids of today have nothing here. Debbie needs something for the kids. Gemlin, this is awesome if it's happening here. In the interests of balance, Olivia says personally not too much upkeep with the machines and equipment. Okay, you can add to it on 13, 12, 16 or up at the Hobart. Trending. He's serious. We've checked it out. 
He is a serious man with serious investors. He's got $5 million ready to invest. Yes. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. Here's a track from one of our R&B Friday's albums. We've got three on iTunes now. Love you Seventeen away from nine. Hobart's hit one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody. Are you okay? Day is coming up, and we're going to chat with Brendan, the CEO of it, in just a tick. But first, wanted to check in with Mitch McPherson. He's travelling with this convoy around the country from Speak Up, Stay Chatty. Now you are part of the Are You Okay Day National Conversation Convoy. It's headed right around the country, and you're back in Tassie now, Mitch. Uh, yeah, we just got off the uh, the Spirit this morning and we've just stopped at Elizabethtown for some brekkie as we make our way down to Hobart. And what, what's going on tomorrow morning? Um, so tomorrow morning is uh, one of the events that the AUOK are holding uh, down on Parliament Lawns from 7.30 till 9.00. Um, so, yeah, there's uh, obviously having a presence there and talking about the four steps of a conversation that they're really trying to spruik and, and get out across the country over the six weeks. And I hear that uh, none other than Aussie actor Steve Bastoni has been part of your crew. He has been part of our crew. He's uh, sitting in there at the moment having a uh, a coffee and getting getting stuck into his brekkie. So, he's uh, yeah, he's got some... He's really passionate about mental health and, uh, and spreading the message, hence why he joined AUOK. Uh, a few years ago, I think. So he's been good value on the trip as well. Is it true that overnight on the Spirit, he made you sit in his cabin and watch old episodes of Police Rescue? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, we uh, have been calling him Angel accidentally <laughs> across, across the trip. Uh, no, he's got some good good stories, that's for sure. He's, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a good man, very good man. You're, you're watching him sip his coffee now. Does he sip it with purpose? <laughs> yeah, he does. He's very intent. Uh, he had a couple of quiche First, uh, oh, he had his coffee waited on his panini. You know, he's a, a good operator, that's for sure. <laughs> now, what is the key message? Yeah. I mean, when was, we want people to head down and, and meet you. Uh, it's at the Parliament Lawns tomorrow, is that right, Mitch? Parliament Lawns, yes, yeah, 7.30 in the morning. Okay, um, and what's this key message? What, what are we trying to spread? Yeah, I'll hand you over to Brendan, who will oh, just uh, give you a quick quick run-through of, of it. Great. Hey, guys. Hi, hey, hey, Brendan. Brendan. Now, great. I just have to clarify, is this really Brendan or is it Steve Bastoni playing one of his many characters? Well, no, I, I can't quite get my voice as low as Steve's, unfortunately, so you'll have to put up with me. That's uh, fine, mate. We were just talking to Mitch about the key message for when we meet up at the Parliament Lawns tomorrow morning after 7.30. Look, our key message for AUOK this year is that you've got what it takes. We really want to get right back to the practicalities of, of having a conversation. So mm. it's all very well to ask someone, are you OK? But what next? What if they say no? Um, so the four steps we're pushing this year are to ask, to listen, to encourage action and to check in. We want all Australians to have a bit of a roadmap on um, on how to navigate a conversation with someone they're worried about. It's really that simple, guys. I was only about this the other day, you know, how many times a day someone will say, hey, how are you going? You're just like, fine, fine. Even when you're not, it's always the same answer. So if you're not okay, how do you approach that with someone? Because that can be pretty daunting and tough. Yeah, look, absolutely. I mean, it's um, we're all very good at uh, at putting on a mask and a facade, and you know, particularly if we if we've got something personal that we don't want to share with someone. I mean, many of us are fighting battles that uh, others don't know about, and some of those battles we can we can get through on our own. Uh, but when we see a, a change in someone's behaviour, you know, someone that we know, maybe not not answering their, our calls or not turning up to things, um, mm. it, it is a, possibly an indication that things might not be going so well. And, yeah, it's not easy to talk about. But um, we know that uh, it's often said the things that keep us up at night aren't as bad once we've shared them with a friend. So, you know, if you if you trust the person enough to, to share something with them, they, they're probably asking because they've noticed you haven't been yourself and they're probably asking because they genuinely care. Well, it's a message that we are well and truly backing here at Hit 100.9 and we can't wait for the convoy to roll into town tomorrow morning, 7.30, Parliament Lawns, Hobart. Thanks so much for joining us, Brendan. Uh, You guys are legends. Really appreciate your support. Paul and Woody on Hobart's Hit 100.9, 13 away from 9. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Paul and Woody, top of 12 with some showers about. We've got a Facebook Live poll happening right now up at Hit Hobart over a theme park and the possibility of it being built near Zudu. Unbelievable stuff. Uh, we spoke to Lee this morning. He told us that he's got 
$5 million worth of backers. Yeah. And he just wants to know if the good people of Hobart would actually like to have a theme park in Tassie. Well, it's going off. Overwhelming support. Yeah. 99.9% of people wanting a theme park. Yeah. Lee's asked us to do this research for him. Craig says you need something, but not large scale. Weather wouldn't have an impact unless it's peeing down with rain. It'd be good for younger tourists yeah. as well. So not just attracting the oldies. Not everyone wants to come and climb a mountain. Okay. I'm just... <laughs> I mean... I'm expanding on what Craig has said there. You're just upset because you fractured your foot walking the mountain. I was, I was, I was doing a light jog. You were in a moon boot. Oh, geez, that was funny. Lee Taking. says, and this is not the Lee that is getting us to conduct the study, yes, it will be great for our kids, plus tourism, and more jobs for locals. Exactly. See, people are thinking this through. Gemma says, this is all awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome if it's happening here. Matt, look, he's considered his opinion, and he said, yes, it would be nice to have one, but would the upkeep exceed the money made from admission fees? Right. But that seems more of like a Lee problem than an us Well, problem. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. We, on the other hand, are saying, yes, 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 we <laughs> want one, we want one. Take us there today, Mummy, take us there today. Join it up at Hit Hobart. What you are hearing is not a test. Pink is about Hit's Paul and Woody podcast. Tom.au, an initiative of the City of Hobart. Oh, cash converters. We are giving away this car with cash converters Monday next week. Monday. I can't wait. You've it's... got to be in the draw because we could call you and say, hey, guess what? You've got a brand new car. It's a Ford Fiesta. Yes. It's a sexy little beast. And you've taken it for a test drive. It's a beautiful Even car. though you can't drive a manual. I can. And uh, that is a... F- it's sort of become a little bit of a fallacy that I can't drive a manual. I can. I've got a manual license. It's just that I hadn't driven one for 20 years. Well, why did you ring me then and say, what does the R mean? Because I needed just a top up. A well, it's reverse. What else would it be? Well, I learned Road? that, didn't I? I thought it was really fast. Okay. Cash Converter's new super retail centre at Moona and their buy centre at Rosney Park is the place you need to go to. Yes. You turn up with your items, you get mm-hmm. cash for your item, mm-hmm. and you get a ticket into the draw for the brand new car that we will give away on Monday. Now, if you missed out, don't worry, you can still take in your late model iPhone or Samsung mobile phones, your PlayStations, Xbox gaming consoles, musical instruments, late model power tools, LCT, LCD TVs. Mm. What are you... Why is everyone laughing at me? No, it just sounded like you would you you would consume some LSD then for a moment. You were just in, oh, you can in talk. The You've zone. barely been able to speak this morning. <sighs> and on top of that, if do you really want to do this now? Have you got? You your called order? me. F- no, I was gonna. Can you? I can never finish your sentence. Okay. Have you got your script? That's what I was gonna say. You know what? This is why no one wants to sponsor the show. It, and, you know, no, I will say this. You've had a go at me for being fat. No, I did yes, not. Yes, you did. I just said that if you wanted to tone up, you are more than welcome to. That you, you'd support me to tone up. I've, I've got your back. No, Is you that, haven't. And then you just asked I, me. <laughs> I wasn't going to say I've got your fat back. Don't say that. Mason was chiming in from the side then. Well, you just repeated what he said. Yes, to, to reprimand him. No, you didn't actually need to say it. Now, Why? believe it or not, I'm trying to read something about cash converters here. <laughs> I don't think that they... You can bring in your late model iPhones, you can, can you bring really in your PlayStations, your musical this. instruments. Cash is going to pay L- the best prices for gold and jewellery in Hobart. So don't miss your chance to get a ticket in the draw to win the car. But remember, the 100 points of ID is required. You can get all the details and all the terms and conditions online. Hmm. On Hit 100.9, it's Paul and Woody for Maccas. The Chicken Clubhouse is back, now in the Maccas Gourmet Creations range. What did you just say to me? No, I just asked if... No, you just said... No, I just asked if you had anything to eat. As I went to fire that off, you just said, are you eating again? Yeah, I was asking if you had anything to eat. What's this? Oh, I'm allowed to eat toast. I told you to go with multigrain. <laughs> I, do, I wouldn't laugh, Mason. Ooh, I'd get out if I were you, Mason. You're not contractually obliged to be in this room. I'd, every man and woman for themselves. All right. Okay. On Hit 100.9, it's Paul and Woody for Maccas. The Chicken Clubhouse is back. Hit's Paul and Woody podcast. Let's get a good just after nine on Hobart's hit, 100.9, Paul and Woody. The Mason Tucker experience is up next. Huge show. Great show. And we're going to take the hit cheap out today, you and I. Yeah. I don't know where we're going to go yet. 13, 12, 16, if you want us to go somewhere. Yeah. Um, we've got tickets worth 180 bucks nearly. 
Oh, this is for Cirque Africa. Yeah, which is on at Rest Point. Great, great. We're it's going to be a massive show. Hand out a stack of those as well. We'll okay. find some other stuff, yeah? Yeah, yeah. No and if you want to live with Paul and Woody, you could score a $5,000 holiday. And you choose. You can either go to Vegas or live it up luxury style in Bali. All you got to do is jump on the hit.com.au website and you can express uh, if you'd like to live with myself for a couple of weeks or with Woody. I was a bit disappointed in some of the numbers that I saw there. A lot of people want to live with you, which is good. There was one lady yesterday. Yep. I think she was about... I think I mean, It doesn't matter. She's about 80, but she said that she wanted to live with you and she wanted to take you into the shower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tr- yeah, but what we've done is um, we've gotten some rails installed for her. Oh, okay. So she won't need that assistance that she was after. <laughs> The Chicken Clubhouse Burger yeah. is now back at Macca's. Thank you for giving this to us. Here's some more details. No, actually, I, did, I did say that we'd, we'd um, swing past the hospice today in the, in the Jeep as well, so we'll do that just to placate her. Okay. Mm. Wow, you have gone so far today. Mm. Hits Paul and Woody podcast.